Naked as a jay, she gifted him with a brilliant smile. He tossed her clothes on the bed. Her bottom lip pushed forward. You could cancel. I appreciate the offer, love, but no, I couldn't possibly miss this meeting. Not least because there wasn't one. Now wait, when you get back, we can... I won't be back, not any time soon. I'm leaving town today. Oh, right, of course you are. The tour's over, isn't it? Where will you go next? London? No. On holiday then? France, maybe? No. Italy? Giving up on good manners, Max stalked to the door. Lesson, love. Stay if you want, wait for your friends, or better yet, join them upstairs. I'm sure my cousins won't mind. He fled a feminine huff, breathing with relief as he stepped into a sun-washed, blustery day. Freedom at last. He headed to the corner pub for a noon pint and a look at the football scores. He was deep into the Scotsman, mulling the Dublin leprechaun's shocking loss to Vampires United, when a porcelain chorus of female squeals shattered his concentration. Oh, my God, there he is! Oh, Mananon! Max's head jerked up. A brilliant flash assaulted his retinas. Blinking furiously, he made out four lasses pounding on the pub's street window. A tall, grinning bloke with a camera hovered behind them. Bloody, bloody hell. Didn't take long this time. He hadn't even finished his pint. With a regretful glance at his ale, he sprang to his feet and dug a hundred-pound note out of his pocket. Money enough, he hoped, to cover both the cost of his pint and whatever damage was about to occur. The pub door banged open. Tossing the note on the table, Max sprinted toward the rear corridor as his fangirls surged across the threshold on the power of a collective ear-splitting shriek. The barman, who'd been wiping down the counter, paused in mid-swipe, looked up, and winced. Sorry, mate, Matt called back to the bloke as he ducked under a low lintel. Where the hell was the bloody back door? His table's empty! Where did he go? Back there! There was a scrabbling sound followed by splintering wood and a spectacular shatter of glassware. The barkeep's voice boomed. Look here, you bloody lot of basums. You cannot just hurdle through... Dead end. Bollocks. Mac backtracked and shouldered through a door on his right. The men's loo. He slammed the door behind him and pressed his spine against it just as a body slammed the other side. The doorknob rattled. Mac! Max spun about and blasted a stream of elf shot at the knob. The odor of burnt metal steamed into the air. A paunchy, bald bloke emerging from the single stall with his hands on his zipper drew up short, bottom jaw flapping. What the... The door shuddered. Thanks be to all the gods in Anwin the ruined lock held. Mac directed his next stream of elf shot at the loo's single window, high on the opposite wall. The glass dissolved in a glittering shower of green sparks. Pardon, mate. Shoving past his slack-jawed spectator, he grabbed an overhead pipe and swung both legs up and over the sill. The drumming on the loo door intensified, accompanied by a painful counterpoint of frustrated cheeks. Bald bloke's eyes narrowed. The wait is the bloody minute. Fine for a lad like you to slide his scrawny arse through there, but how am I to get out? You've welded the sodding door shut. No worries. The lasses will have it down within a minute. The door's top hinge splintered. No time to waste. Look, mate, I'd appreciate whatever you could do to slow those birds down. 
six crazy they are. The man's eyes widened, his thick lips twitched, and his curved spine straightened a little. Or they know. They are, Max said grimly, and propelled himself through the window. He landed in a crouch beside a smelly rubbish bin, his boots slipping on muck he'd rather not examine. He was in a narrow service alley that ran between the pub and a grocer's. Dashing to the end, he turned right and sprinted past a row of shops, laying confusion spells in his wake. A glance over his shoulder revealed no pursuit. Yet. He knew better than to hope he'd get away clean. Fangirls were a bloody persistent lot. A left turn and a right brought him back to his own place. His vintage Norton Commando motorcycle was parked at the curb, its outrageous chrome beauty glittering like a diamond in the sun. He started toward it, then stopped short. Was that a thong dangling from his handlebar?